0: The Fire.
1: If Dobbs overturns Roe, the only thing it will do again, if it overturns Roe, is return the issue to the legislators and the voters. It takes no moral stand on Roe. It merely notes correctly that it isn't in the Constitution, which it isn't. Right. So no matter what the final ruling, the opportunity for a return to life is upon us in America.
0: Welcome to through the fire, cutting through the passions, clearing the smoke of the cultural confusions of the world today, talking God's love and God's solutions from a biblical Christian worldview. And now, here's your host, Marie and Gregory Seltz. (laughs)
1: Hello, hello, I'm Marie.
0: And I'm Greg.
1: Yay! (laughs) (laughs) I'm
0: back. Yes!
1: (laughs) Welcome to Through the Fire, where we are on the case, talking about the tough issues in the culture today, facing them with some psychological and theological wisdom and applications that we hope will bless people. And today we're talking about a very important topic that's in the news. I'm very glad that you are here because it's been a long time since
0: you've graced these halls. Well, thanks for inviting me. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know, I feel a little bit like a stranger, but no, I'm not. We've talked, you know, we've kept in contact, but I've been on the road a lot and yes. I've been speaking a lot. so yes. you, Which is a know, good thing. But you know what? You have had some fantastic guests in my absence and I'm so yeah. jealous that I didn't get a chance to talk with some of them.
1: So. I know. There were a couple that you really, really would have enjoyed so hopefully in the future, with right? Absolutely, right, absolutely. Right. Okay. I mean, fortunately, they all want to come back, and so that's a good thing, right? Yeah, it is. But today, we're going to tackle something that I know you have a lot of information in, oh, because absolutely. this is something that you you know you're really hands-on with in D.C., and it's the Dobbs Supreme Court case concerning the Roe versus Wade, and our country's possible turn towards the sacredness of life as a foundational principle again.
0: And that's going to be key. I mean, Marie, wouldn't that—I mean, think about it. Wouldn't that be great? Um so you know, lost in all the hype about uh, this stuff is are two important things, and I want to make sure we at least talk about those things right up front. The first one is the potential outcome of this Dobbs uh, case in Mississippi. Even if it overturns Roe v. Wade, it doesn't make abortion illegal in America. It merely returns the discussion. Back to our legislators and back to us as voters.
1: Yes, and and that's the way you know such important moral issues are meant to be faced and resolved.
0: Exactly, and 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 by the way, returning it to the legislators would be um, the most that the ruling would do. And the more I think about it, I mean, to me, that's sad because the courts take no moral stance on abortion in the ruling, even if they overturn it. Um, that troubles. Those of us in the pro-life movement, because there is a morality to this issue. But but the so the first one is the only thing they can do is actually say it's unconstitutional. And the second piece of information is even more important Um, in the face of the illegal leak about the Dobbs case, the potential outcome. The Democratic Party in Congress immediately put up a bill called the Abortion on Demand Until Birth Act, which would have allowed abortion up to the ninth month Mm. and beyond. Now, that is something that we should never let happen in this country. Right. I mean,
1: that's not even abortion. That's infanticide. Right. I mean, I think I read that, you know, such an act would make us the most barbaric country concerning abortion in the Western world. That's true. And, And, you know, that our policies that would marry China and North Korea. I mean, China and North Korea? Yeah,
0: correct. I mean, can you imagine we would, and in fact, I hate to say this, but Already, California, New York, and many other blue states already have such laws. So we're already practicing infanticide in some of these places. But the Democratic Party, the secularists of our culture today, would have made abortion on demand up to birth, and even if the person, the child is born alive, they would have made that mm-hmm. legal across the United States. So, you know, enough of these pro-choice euphemisms. Uh, that's actual killing babies without consequence, and it's ghastly. Now, think about this, though. Because again, information, though. so those first two things I said, that's just information. Here's something else to chew on. By comparison, virtually every Western country in Europe has abortions up till the 12th week. Mm-hmm. And then after that, it is illegal, period. Mm-hmm. We already do it up to the 15th and even the 21st and even to the point of birth in some parts of our culture. So what's happened? You know, what's happened to the foundational principle that life is sacred and that all life is precious? Well, we
1: have diminished that notion, at, you know, to our peril, that's for sure. I wish that people would understand the pro-life movement isn't just about abortion. It right. is about abortion and more. It's, it's about viewing human life as you know, as what it is, a precious gift from God to you. Right. Your life is precious. You matter. The first thing that needs to happen in our culture is for young men and women to understand the worth of their own lives, That's not right. superficially, right? right. That's why you treat yourself and others with, with dignity. That's why you discipline your life and try to live virtuously and virtuous lives towards others. That's why sex is more than recreation and babies are not merely inconveniences. That's why the older we get as, and as our you know practical abilities begin to fade, the preciousness of our life does not diminish. No. Every life is a gift from God. It is precious and it is something for which we will all be held in account for by our Creator.
0: Wow, you know that—that's well said, Marie. Because I know <laughs> <laughs> it's so good to be back. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean what you just said. You know, the Bible's view on life is all of that, and even more. And, and life is not only God's gift to each one of us. Abundant life is something He wants for all of us for eternity. So, how we treat the issues of life now it matters, and it matters in eternity as well. So we need to learn again to cherish. Life. I mean, that's for sure. Mm-hmm.
1: You know, well, our faith's testimony about life is really, really important, again, that is not what is going on with the Dobbs case, is it? No. I mean, the Dobbs case is a constitutional, unconstitutional type decision, right?
0: Yeah, let's just say that, again, clearly the Dobbs case is merely... About whether Roe v. Wade is a constitutional issue. And Mm -hmm. I hate to say, for those of you who are pro-choice, no fair-minded person, including a lot of pro-choice people, thinks it's a constitutional. Well, that's right. They call them. But even Ruth Bader Ginsburg realized it wasn't a constitutional issue. And so again, the founders were people who believed in life, not constitutionally sanctioned death. Abortion is nowhere in the Constitution. If you want it in the Constitution, there's an amendment process to do that. For goodness sake, we banned liquor in America with a constitutional Mm -hmm. amendment, then we repealed it. And if abortion is that important, there's a way to do it and a way not to do it.
1: Right. So, you know, Roe versus Wade foisted a bad ruling on America back in 1973, which made a pro-life nation at that time suddenly overnight with a ruling of nine people, a pro-abortion nation. And they've protected that ruling over the years with the notion that if the baby is in the womb and not viable outside of the womb, then the mother can kill it on demand for no other reason than convenience. Mm -hmm. You know, another word for viable is worthy. So, you know, by the way, (laughs) so basically we cast the baby in the womb as a parasite. We also diminish and devalue the unique God-given gift of a woman to grow protect and nurture another human being. In
0: 1973, the nation was trending in virtually every state towards the pro-life movement. So activists drummed up a case. They used a young lady in crisis, pushed this through the Supreme Court, and they literally wiped out all the laws of the states overnight against the will of the people. Mm-hmm. And to your point about viability, isn't it amazing? And and no one even thinks about this today. Rove is the only time we proudly legally defended the strong to abuse and destroy the weak. And typically, when it comes to government and law, the, the goal is to protect the weak, the innocent, against the strong and powerful. And in Roe, the state gave permission to women and men to kill with the, ble- you know, uh, the blessing of their sexual activity without cause. And they had the audacity to claim that just because a child can't make it on its own, it's subject to that kind of violence, even mm-hmm. up to the day it's born. And, and like I said, some states now let you kill a child even if after it's born alive.
1: I know. And which to me, again, is horrific. I mean, viability, yep, that's a slippery slope. Mm-hmm. I can see people abusing that argument both at the beginning and at the end of life. That way of thinking values life only when a person's life is productive. Right. It misses the whole point of life being precious, you know, uh, being a precious period from womb to tomb. It miss, misses the point of sacrificing for others. It misses the point of giving one's life for others, which is what real true love is all about. Right, right. It this is the ultimate point that while our individual lives are precious they are meant to be lived out for the sake of others as God's people. That's right. And that's why we have roles. Do you think that America, I mean, really gets that that's what we are actually talking about here?
0: Yeah, see, so that's what, like you said before, I mean, the pro-life movement is more than just about it is. abortion, right? So I, I'm not sure that people do. I think people have forgotten that the whole American experiment itself towards liberty is founded on this view of human life. I mean, the Declaration of the Independence, it bases our whole notion of freedom, limited government, and the right to pursue and live a virtuous life of happiness on the notion that we're created by God. And because of that, our life is precious and we're endowed with unalienable rights. So if you remove or debase or even, we're secularized that notion of life. You lose those unalienable rights that this country, I think, was uniquely founded on. And I don't think people think about this.
1: Right, and and that's what makes the present violence and the intimidating actions against the justice is so wrong. Yeah,
0: can you believe what's going on in no. in, the, in the? I mean. Our justice being threatened in front of his home.
1: I know. Right. I mean it's it's horrific. So, you know, the pro life clinics are, you know, being firebombed, right. the justices are being protested and intimidated at their homes. Right. Which is a federal crime, by the way. Right, right. And one justice was actually targeted for death the other day. And that's why? Right. Because they are returning this decisive issue, possibly de- returning this decisive issue, back to the people and their representatives. And that's it. Yeah, you know, there there is an argument that can be made. That much of the growing violence against innocent people in this country is happening because we are instilling in our children a lack of respect for life. Mm -hmm. And this is coming from so many different sources, by the way. Mm -hmm. I mean, if life is not precious, sacred even, then it is disposable, mistreatable, and dispensable as long as you are doing what you want to do and you're happy.
0: Yeah. And, you know, this whole
1: happiness movement is really rooted in nothing except your own feelings. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, you
0: know, Maria, I think that that Americans of all faiths and even no faith are beginning to realize that such a view of life, it isn't good for anyone and it isn't good for our country. Um, You know, I let let everybody know I was at the Supreme Court when uh, Dobbs was argued back in December of twenty twenty one. And mm-hmm. I was amazed. And, and this is I was there. I saw I walked around and talked to people. I was amazed that all the pro-life groups that were gathered there, there were Christians of all kinds. Yes. But here it comes. There were atheists for life, progressives for life, Democrats for life. And by the way, folks, uh, Dem- there are 20 million pro-life Democrats that's and there's right. a group that's trying to get them back on the Democratic uh, platform. Go get them. Mm -hmm. And there were pro-life people of all ages, races, ethnicities. And the protest recently after, you know, that illegal leak, I was there too. And that wasn't that big of a group. It was all pure rage. And I didn't see the diversity of the pro-life Dobbs group. So, you know, we could actually, with the overturning of Roe, maybe we can finally see where the soul of our country really is. So we'll see.
1: Now, that would be something, wouldn't it? It
0: sure would, I think. You
1: know, then the real work of supporting life would begin. I mean, I know that on the Hill you are seeing potential bills ready to go when the Dobbs case is finally announced. I am. Yeah, it's really important to get ready for the what is next too, right? I mean, what are you seeing?
0: Well, first of all, it's really important to get ready, honey. And, and let me say that our work on the Hill is just that. We, we're obviously working uh, as an advocate for things like the sanctity of life for all people, right? Mm-hmm. For and, and the child in the womb, that's where it begins for all people, and and to prepare and to inform Christians about the public issues that are important to their churches, schools, and ministries. So our basic work is to protect your religious liberty and to fight for the foundational principle for life for all. And again, I try to tell you, because our, con- our country really does depend on it. Mm-hmm. Um, even the liberty of non-Christians depends on it. So, you know, the first thing we're trying to do is deal with this lie um, that, that treating life with disdain can still preserve liberty for all. And that's what's on the docket right now. So that's what we do. If you want to know more about that, you can go to lcrlfreedom.org for more information. Um, but I think you were you were saying that y- what what's next, right? Right, what's going right. On I think we need L- to
1: get back to the discussion of what, but I'm glad you gave that information because yeah. I was hoping you were going to do that because people have, they can go there to get more resources at your LCW. Yeah, so yeah, if they want to go to
0: lcrlfreedom.org, there's more on these kinds of discussions there, especially the political stuff.
1: Right, I just really want to make sure that we talked about what, comes after Roe? I mean, are we ready for those discussions and those opportunities? What are you hearing on the Hill?
0: Okay, well, first of all, I want to say it this way. We need to realize that the Hill isn't going to decide this issue in our country. Moral citizens of goodwill um these are the ones who should do it. and and now that's responsibility is going to be given back to us as citizens. So I think the first thing we've got to be talking about post row is teaching and instilling the value of life. That, that's mm-hmm. something that needs to happen in our culture, in our schools, our churches and our families. Mm-hmm. And this whole libertine do whatever that you want in life without consequences, and of course always make others pay for that. <laughs> that view of life, uh, needs to be seen for what it truly is. And it's, cre- it's created tremendous brokenness in our country. Uh, relationally, marriages, STDs, 62 million aborted children. We've got to say, wait a minute, there's got to be a better way to live. Mm-hmm. So instilling a value for life and culture. Now, uh, back to what you were really asking, though, on the Hill, There are two directions that are happening. Uh, The Democratic Party, which has been, again, taken over by what I call secular Puritan statists, Mm -hmm. you know, who think the state should solve everything. Um, They want to, again, devalue and seek to diminish any such principles like we're talking about today. They want to make them even illegal, and they want abortion on demand, period. But I just saw a bill. The Republicans and a few stray Democrats have already put a bill together called the Family Protection Act. And then I think this will probably come to the Congress if, if uh, right away if Roe is overturned. And that bill will incentivize marriage, uh, incentivize people to keep their the baby, to stay together, uh, to disincentivize out of wedlock births and create pathways for the husband, the wife, and the child to begin to achieve self-sufficiency, to take care of each other. Because mm. why? Pro-life is pro-life. And I think that bill will hit as soon as this uh, decision comes down.
1: That's the opposite of what we're seeing today. I really love to see that happen. That's really good news. But I think you are on to something about instilling life, the values, the disciplines, the accountabilities. That's needed now more than ever. I yeah. mean, you know one of my favorite psychologists and yours, oh, I think, now, Jordan Peterson. That's right.
0: He's doing some good work. Oh,
1: he's awesome. I mean, he's awakening a whole new generation to the need to live a moral life as a foundation to what it means to be human, right. to be responsible for living a disciplined, purposeful life, to not dismiss imperfections, but to acknowledge them.
0: Yeah, take responsibility for them. Right. right,
1: to recognize that we do have evil within us and around us and to move us towards better in spite of them, you know, to live as if God exists.
0: You know, one of the things, and we saw him in person. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, and I think Peterson's doing what the church in some ways has forgotten to do, Uh
1: Or is afraid to.
0: Yeah. I mean, we preach the good news of the gospel. Yes, that's what's unique in the church, that God saved all people by the life and death of Jesus alone as Savior. But we have forgotten to preach and teach the precursor to that message The moral ordering of the world, your moral ordering by God, the one who created you, the one who redeemed you, uh, the moral ordering of the world, which calls us to humanity as God's moral agents in and of this world. Mm -hmm. And for the moral um, ordering of the world that actually, like you just talked about, convicts us of our sin and Mm -hmm. shows us our need for a Savior, holds us accountable when we fail to be the human beings who God created us to be. And that's something that Peterson is really bringing back to culture, and people are hungering for that, right? Very much so. So if you you don't like to say God's no because you're afraid what people might think, look at what's happening when he tells people some of these no's, some Mm -hmm. of these moral truths. So Mm -hmm. if you don't struggle with this, I got really bad news for you, human beings. Like if you don't want to struggle with that work too, that precursor work, uh, human beings can do really heinous things to each other once they jettison the moral restraints of God. Mm-hmm. So if you say there's no God, uh, there is, whether you believe it or not, by the way. But <laughs> if you say it and live like it doesn't matter, it's amazing what evil human beings can perpetrate against each other
1: yeah and we're seeing that kind of violence more and more in our yeah, culture today we are. we're seeing mothers with their children being robbed at gunpoint in the middle of the day uh, you know is there no yeah. honor among thieves today I mean,
0: who would ever do that before even the worst of us old didn't women
1: an old man you, you, it just <laughs> it doesn't matter everybody's up for grabs right, right? Mm-hmm. I mean they just arrested a man who threw a helpless woman onto a subway track in uh, New York City for no reason no reason yeah senseless impulsive gratuitous violence. I mean, I've seen it in my work in D.C. when teenagers, you know, had no sense of what they were doing to the child in their womb. You know, they made decisions that were quite callous. And that doesn't stop because, you know, you decide to have a child. Um, there will be many more days of sacrifice, inconvenience, and struggle amidst the best of circumstances. Yeah,
0: even if you have, a, even if you choose to have your child, that's the, right. the rest of your life is going to be full of those right. kind of issues. It's
1: because you know it's how you live and how you view life before all that happens right. that changes how you treat others. I mean, I think that's why. We need to remind people that the pro-life message is a holistic one. It's not solely about abortion. It is about the child, yes, but it's also about the mothers, the fathers, the neighborhood, the community. It's about life from conception to natural birth. It's about the value of life, even amidst suffering. It's about how... You know that there are some things that are worth living for and dying for, yeah. you know, and knowing that. And it's about knowing which ones are which. Right. And it starts with cherishing your life from God and dedicating yourself to seeking a life that is virtuous, honorable, and a life that is full in Christ for others.
0: Man, that's powerful stuff. Yeah. Did d- I-, I talk it.
1: about happiness anywhere there? Speak I mean, it. Well, please. it, And again,
0: happiness is a byproduct of doing the right thing.
1: Yes. Peace, yeah, right? right? It's a byproduct of peace.
0: So, you know, that's so right. I mean, seeing life as it is, um, again, we can't say it more specifically or clearly than it's a precious gift from God Mm -hmm. that, that makes, that he makes possible in and through your life now and, and something he wishes for you for eternity. And there's no better way to live, to love, Mm -hmm. to sacrifice, to succeed, to share. And so again, I guess I want to say this to all of you out there who've been praying about these kind of things for years, since 1973, people Mm -hmm. have been praying, uh, 2022 is the moment where America may indeed return to what I call the sanity and the sanctity of life as a foundational principle for the sake of a civil people. So, um, gosh, there's so much violence and intimidation right now that are happening, and it's meant to stall this opportunity. And, folks, that is the threat to all of our lives and all of our freedoms. And so I'm calling on the Attorney General of the United States right now, Merrick Garland, to enforce federal law and protect our judges. They should not be intimidated to do their job. I'm on the Hill encouraging our legislators to protect them too. So we're going to be watching, but make sure you know what is really going on. This is a momentous uh, time in our history.
1: It is. So it's important to know the facts. right? And if Dobbs overturns Roe, And this program right now is being recorded before the final decision has been announced. Right, so
0: it could be coming down in in just a few days even.
1: Right. So the only thing it will do again, if it overturns Roe, is return the issue to the legislators and the voters. It takes no moral stand on Roe. It merely notes correctly that it isn't in the Constitution, which it isn't. Right. So no matter what the final ruling, the opportunity for a return to life is upon us in America.
0: And that is a very, very good thing.
1: Yeah, for all. For all. Yeah, it's a time to get prepared, to pray even harder, to make our voices heard, and to care for each other as precious gifts from God. And to instill that in our children, that's for sure. That's for sure. And as always, remember there are two kinds of fire in the world.
0: The one that burns and consumes.
1: And the one that burns and empowers.
0: May God's word and God's love burn brightly in you, giving you strength. To face any fire.
1: Till next time, little embers. I'm
0: Marie. And I'm Greg. See See you you soon. soon. Through the Fire is a production of Family Vision Media. Familyvisionmedia.org